Part six of Everglades Wild Book by Jean Craighead George. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Ferrard. Part six. Illustration Birds and Reptiles. Big Cypress Swamp. Mangrove Swamp. Pine Rockland. Coastal Prairie. Everglades. Birds and Reptiles. Heron Rookeries brown pelican rookeries spoonbill rookeries wood stork rookeries sea turtle nesting recent crocodile nesting a notebook in which to record your observations will help you discover that this park is not just a landscape of grass water and trees where a lot of animals happen to live but a complex subtropical world of plant and animal communities each distinct and yet dependent upon the others to gain real understanding of this world you will need certain skills and some good habits ability to identify what you see with the help of good field guides see reading list and quite a bit of practice will make things easier and much more enjoyable knowing where to look for the animal helps this book and the field guides are useful for this you'll find that some species are seen only in certain parts of the park while others roam far and wide don't look for the crocodile in the freshwater glades nor for the round-tailed muskrat in the mangroves on the other hand don't be surprised to see the raccoon or its tracks in almost any part of the park keep in mind that all species in the national parks are protected by law most wild animals are harmless as long as they are not molested if you encounter an animal you aren't sure about simply keep out of its way don't try to harm it or drive it off always remember that each animal is part of the everglades community you cannot disturb it without affecting everything else air plants long before you have learned to distinguish the major plant communities you will be aware of the air plants or epiphytes that grow so profusely in everglades epiphytes are non-parasitic plants that grow on other plants getting their nourishment from the air best known is spanish moss which festoons the trees of the coastal south from virginia to texas this plant is used by the swallow-tailed kite in constructing its beautiful nest despite its name spanish moss is actually a member of the pineapple family the bromeliads bromeliads are the most conspicuous of the park's air plants the epiphytic orchids the less common are celebrated for their beauty their fame unfortunately has led to their widespread destruction there are also epiphytic ferns trees and vines and one cactus the mistletoe cactus has taken to the air air plants are highly specialized for making a living under crowded conditions there are more than two thousand species of plants competing for sun and water in southern florida the epiphytes have adapted to the problem of space by growing on other plants their roots although they absorb some water and minerals are primarily anchors living in an atmosphere that fluctuates between drought and humidity they have evolved several water-conserving tricks 
some have a reduced number of leaves others have tough skins that resist loss of water through transpiration still others have thick stems called pseudobulbs that store moisture the bromeliads are particularly ingenious many have leaves shaped in such a way that they hold rainwater in vase-like reservoirs at their bases mosquitoes and tree frogs breed in these tiny reservoirs and in dry periods many arboreal animals seek the dew that collects here most of the orchids and bromeliads grow in the dimly lit tropical hardwood hammocks and cypress sloughs a few species however having adapted to the sunlight live on dwarf mangroves and the scattered buttonwoods pond apples willows and cocoa plums of the glades the butterfly and cowhorn orchids are sun lovers as are the twisted banded and stick-leaved bromeliads all have adapted to the sun with dew condensing mechanisms or vases at the bottom of the clustered leaves illustration common bromeliads illustration stiff-leaved wild pine illustration needle-leaved air plant illustration small cacopsis illustration reflexed wild pine illustration twisted air plant illustration soft-leaved wild pine illustration spanish moss illustration banded wild pine illustration ball moss one tree the strangler fig starts as an epiphytic seedling on the branches of other trees eventually however it drops long aerial roots directly to the ground or entwines them about the trunk of the host tree which in time dies leaving a large fig tree in its place of all everglades plants the epiphytic orchids are most fascinated to man a fact which largely explains their decline of some fifty thousand species around the world the orchids being one of the largest of plant families the park has only a few fire loss of habitat due to agriculture and construction and poaching by both commercial and amateur collectors have brought about the extermination of some and have made others exceedingly rare some are rare because of special life requirements for example a few must live in association with a certain fungus that coats their roots and provides specific nutrients the largest orchid in the park is the cowhorn some species of which weigh as much as seventy-five pounds unfortunately this orchid has been a popular item for orchid growers and collectors and is becoming rare in florida poachers have practically eliminated it from the park in the late 1960s boy scout friends of everglades salvaged many orchids from hammocks about to be bulldozed for the jet port by laboriously tying them to trees in the park they assured the survival of the plants the night blooming epidendrum is perhaps the most beautiful of the park's orchids it is widespread and fairly common in everglades occurring in all ecosystems flowering throughout the year it bears its white spider-like blossoms two inches across one at a time it is especially fragrant at night hence its name 
illustration showy orchids of the hammocks and tree islands illustration brown epidendrum illustration dollar orchid illustration night blooming epidendrum illustration spread eagle orchid illustration butterfly orchid illustration florida oncidium illustration mule ear orchid illustration oblong-leaved vanilla illustration ghost orchid illustration spider orchid illustration clamshell orchid illustration worm vine orchid illustration cow horn orchid illustration trinidad macrodinia epiphytic orchids have the smallest seeds of any flowering plants dust-like they travel far and wide on the air it is believed that over eons all species of florida orchids arrived on the wind from south america and the west indies the giant wild pine is a spectacular bromeliad that grows on the sturdy limbs of buttonwoods spreading to forty-eight inches and developing a flower stalk six feet long of the approximately twenty species of epiphytic ferns in the park the most common is the curious resurrection fern sometimes called the poor man's barometer it has leaves that in dry weather curl under and turn brown but with the coming of rain quickly unfold and turn bright green making instant gardens of the logs limbs and branches on which they grow watch for the air plants as well as the trees and other wildflowers that have been labeled along the trails and boardwalks you will be able to examine some of them closely but leave them unharmed for future visitors mammals in the drowned habitats of everglades it is not surprising to find water-bound mammals such as the porpoise or fish-eating amphibious mammals such as the otter or even land mammals such as the raccoon that characteristically feed upon aquatic life but to see mammals that one ordinarily does not associate with water behaving as though they were born to it is another matter the white-tailed deer is an example it is so much a part of this watery environment that you will most likely observe it far out in the glades feeding upon aquatic plants or bounding over the marsh very probably the deer you see was born on one of the tree islands and has never been out of sight of the sawgrass river many other mammals of everglades are adapted to a semi-aquatic existence the park's only representative of the hare and rabbit clan is the marsh rabbit smaller than its close relative the familiar cottontail of fields and woodlands it is as comfortable in this wet world as if it had webbed feet so don't be startled if you see a rabbit swimming here the park's rodents include the marsh rice rat and round-tailed musk rat also at home in a watery environment the playful otter though it may travel long distances over land is a famous water lover lucky is the visitor who sees a family of these large relatives of the weasel the otter's smaller cousin the everglades mink is also a denizen of the marsh and a predator in the food web but you are not likely to see this wary animal 
raccoons and opossums adaptable creatures that they are live in all the park's environments except in the air and under water their diets are as wide-ranging as their habitat the raccoon though it has a taste for aquatic animals such as fish frogs and crayfish also consumes small land vertebrates and various plant foods the opossum eats virtually anything in the animal kingdom that it can find and subdue as well as a wide variety of plant materials south florida is the last known refuge in the world for a subspecies of cougar known as the florida panther this large beautiful cat is on the endangered species list today many groups and individuals are working to keep this predator a part of the environment their efforts have resulted in methods to assist panther recovery lower speed limits and highway culverts and bridges to mention only two with continued assistance the panther may remain a part of the everglades for years to come because it is much more numerous and much less secretive in its habits the bobcat is more likely to be encountered by park visitors than is the cougar keep your eyes alert for this wild feline particularly in the flamingo area and you may have a chance to observe it closely and at some length even by daylight such boldness and such unconcern for humans are not typical of this species but seem to be peculiarities of the bobcats living in the park although bobcats are not known as water lovers they are found in all the everglades environments their apparent liking for life in the park may be due to an abundance of food and to freedom from persecution by man and his dogs bobcats in everglades if their food habits elsewhere are any guide probably live on rodents marsh rabbits and birds with possibly an occasional fawn in florida bay and the estuaries look for the porpoise or bottle-nosed dolphin a small member of the whale order that has endeared itself to americans through its antics at marine aquariums and on television watch for it when you are on a boat trip in the park's marine environment much less commonly seen and much less familiar is the timid and very rare manatee it's probably the most animal of the park the largest sometimes over fifteen feet long and weighing nearly one ton the shyest the strangest and the homeliest it is probably also the most delicate for a drop in water temperatures may kill it the estuaries of everglades national park are almost the northern limits of its normal range but manatees are often found well north of the park on both coasts in cold weather when they swim up rivers to seek the constant temperature water discharged by electric power plants despite its size the manatee is a harmless creature being a grazer a sort of underwater cow that is exceptionally vulnerable to motorboats because of its gentle nature and languid movement. Illustration Manatee. End of part six.